Hi, everyone. Uh, Rochelle Washington here speaking, and we are getting ready to start our midday uh, mindset boost call. This week our topic is the anatomy of a launch, so just how you go about launching your products and services. But before we get started, just want to remind you all that you can visit us at 100grandplan.com. Again, that's 100grandplan.com. You can also find us in the Entrepreneurs Helping Entrepreneurs Facebook group. And we also have a Facebook group for those of you that have already opted into the 100 Grand Plan. So if you're already a plan member, go ahead and get with us on social media as well. We also have an Instagram uh, for 100 Grand Plan. So I want to introduce um, two guys. I don't know if Mike is still on here, but the the engines behind 100 Grand Plan and Cambridge Entrepreneur Academy are John Sortino of the Vermont Teddy Bear Company and Mike O'Connolly of StinkyCakes.com. So uh, Mike and John, if you guys would like to introduce yourselves, Hi, um, and thanks. Thank everybody for coming and listening to this. I I love doing these kinds of things. Um, and Wonderful. Yeah. So let's get so, started. So, John. Yeah. John, can you tell us a little bit about how we are supposed to approach a product or service launch, and is it any difference between launching a product or service? No. Um, there's absolutely no difference. And the thing about the word launch, I'm going to um, jump forward because there's a bunch of things that you launch, like you launch, like somebody might make a decision, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become an entrepreneur. To me, that's kind of a launch. It means that you're picking a profession. But in this case, I want to talk specifically about getting to the point of making money. Um, is that how you would define a launch, Rochelle? Definitely. Okay. Um, you know, just a little while ago, we were talking about, um, before this started, about something called a four-point triangle. And Mike and I developed a four-point triangle, which is uh, how every business runs. And anyone who doesn't, uh, who hasn't watched what a four-point triangle is, please go um, to Cambridge Entrepreneur Academy and, and spend some time playing with that. It's, um, it's very important because when, a company, when you're launching something, what you're really doing is you're, it's a company launching something. So there's a lot of pieces that need to fit in. You need a product or service. So in the four-point triangle, um, the operations person needs to make sure that product or service is ready to go. So um, then you need a sales and marketing plan and the sales and marketing plan person of the four-point triangle needs to make sure that that plan is ready to go. So uh, in both of those cases, the most important thing you would want to do when starting is picking a date that you want to launch a product or service. Let's say it's three months from today. There's a member that's um, launching a... Um, he has an after-school program where kids join and play sports and he videotapes the kids and they're having a great time. He's an ex-principal. His launch, he's been kind of launching right along, but really his launch, what he's planning on doing for his company is launching it in the fall because that's a logical time to launch it. So a lot of times launching something, it makes sense to launch it at a logical time. Uh, another example, uh, 
if you're if you're selling Christmas trees, you don't want to watch that in um, in the summertime. If you're selling cold drinks and ice cream, you probably want to launch that in the summertime. So sometimes launches are seasonal, um, and sometimes uh, at the teddy bear company, our launch always always every year we would plan on having a great uh, Valentine's Day. So. I'm going to kind of talk about the Vermont Teddy Bear Company and what we do to launch um, a Valentine's Day. First thing we would do is we'd get together in um, September and decide how many bears we wanted to sell and make for Valentine's Day. Um, the last year that I was there, we decided we were going to make 57,000 teddy bears. And so I think it was like $7 million worth of bears in a, in a four or five day period. So in order to launch something like that, obviously it takes a lot of planning, especially with the four-point triangle. Um, and to reduce that down, when I was by myself with the Teddy Bear Company, I went through the same process. Uh, even though it was me and my, um, I would actually recruit my son to help me deliver the bears. But when I was just doing it in Burlington, every Valentine's Day I would you know, take orders and then deliver all of the Valentine bears on Valentine's Day to all the people who ordered the bears. So it kind of requires one of the most important things is planning. And in the 100 grand plan, uh, there's, there's uh, five pieces to it. And the first one is the mindset, which is, I kind of, kind of talked about that a little bit, but you need to have the mindset to know that you're going to be successful as an entrepreneur. The second is, you need an idea. And the third is backdating and planning. Now, backdating and planning means that every specific part of your launch needs to be planned out. Um, Rochelle, you were talking a little bit about telling a story. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? And I, I can tell you how you would, how, I can tell you that you need to plan that story out, and we're going to work on that later on. But why don't you talk a little bit about what you were talking about? Okay, so I was talking to John about the fact that I've been kind of beating my head up against the wall trying to sell my products and services, and I realized just very recently that I was not giving my clients anything to attach to. Attach to. There was no story. I wasn't saying, you know, my story, which is, you know, I, I did, I'm doing the corporate America thing. I've been in corporate America for about a decade. I spent thousands upon thousands of dollars. Um, uh, in pursuit of an undergraduate degree only to not finish with one credit hour left because when I realized I did my student teaching and I said, oh, my gosh, this isn't for me. And I should be telling all of these stories. I should be wrapping this into a narrative that pulls in my ideal client and um, makes them uh, comfortable enough with me to want to shop with me and not only shop with me once but shop with me multiple times. And so I'm just now realizing I've been negligible in this area, and I, and I was telling John that I think I need to strengthen this area because I know that that's how I make connections to other brands. And also I help people do this every day with my business, Rose Red, et cetera. I help build brands. But brands are not just about logos and, and typography and colors. They're about telling stories to build a, a connection and help clients elicit, elicit emotions from your potential clients so that they'll want to shop. Uh, there's no question that that is 100% true. Um, now, uh, in your story, why don't you tell um, everyone a little bit about um, exactly what your business is, which I know what it is already, but just say it in like a quick sentence. 
Okay, uh, Rose Red, et cetera, is a full-service branding, web design, and development uh, resource for small business owners. Okay. So uh, Michelle said that in such a clear way that you understand exactly what business Rochelle's in, which is very important in um, doing a launch because the most important thing is knowing exactly what you're doing. Um, if you were launching, um, uh, my daughter's planning on launching a, um, a cart business, um, and we're looking at different venues for her to, to, to sell, whether she's going to sell at the beach, cold drinks and things like that, or she's going to sell at construction sites, coffee and bagels and donuts and that kind of thing. Whatever it is, you need a very, very specific understanding of what your business is. I can't stress how important that is. The second thing um, Rochelle talked about was the, um, was the story. Now, when the Vermont Teddy Bear Company went public, um, the reason why we went public is my story was so, I like to use the word sexy. It was so sexy that Wall Street loved it so much that um, uh, uh, this is a little bit off from the book, but the fact is the story is the most important part. The reason why the teddy bear story was so sexy was because we advertised in the top major markets in the United States. We were one of the top brand recognition brands in the United States at the time. And uh, we had pretty much 100% customer satisfaction. So those are good story things to talk about. So I wanted Wall Street to, to um, solicit people who wanted to, uh, and literally Wall Street's all over Manhattan, but you do go to New York and you actually meet with people. And the most important thing that everyone wanted to get, get from me was the fact my story was pretty sexy. And I had a lot of people that wanted to take me public. It wasn't just one company. It was a lot of companies. So I got to pick the company that I thought was going to be the best company that wanted to take me public. Now, in Cambridge Entrepreneur Academy, Michael and I, uh, when we got together two years ago now, um, and I've been doing this probably four years, three years, but I knew a long time ago that this is what I wanted to do because I have so much information. I could help out so many people, and I knew I didn't want to charge a lot of money for it. I knew I didn't want to consult. I just wanted to help people make decisions, whatever it might possibly be. So Mike and I, we got together, I think it was two Aprils ago or two and a half years ago, and we talked about this business that we're going to get into. But Mike and I's story is so amazingly fun to tell because we both come from amazing entrepreneur backgrounds. Michael's top you know, um, urban entrepreneurs in, in Massachusetts. I was named the best CEO and company in America. So those are great stories. And Rochelle, in your case, you have great knowledge of your product and the, and the websites that you put together and have success stories to tell. So when you're telling your story about your particular service, um, you should, uh, the part that you need to, um, to beef up more is the success that you've already had. And you've had success with Michael and I, so all you need to do is talk about that. Um, in um, Beth, I know that you're here. I think in your story, I love the fact that you participated in sports all through college and high school. And what you're doing now, you're very knowledgeable in. And that particular um, story, and plus you're a parent. So all that's part of a story about a launch. But um, the most important thing about a launch is backdating, backdating, backdating. So you need to backdate your sales and marketing plan 
So in our case, Michael and I, we just recently launched the 100 grand plan. And it took us, I don't know, I would say four months to launch this particular product. And every aspect of it, I'm pretty sure Rochelle will tell you this too, um, we had to uh, work out and plan out and work on. One of the most important pieces was the actual product. So Mike and I completed the product of the 100 grand plan probably two or three months ago. Then we had to work on building a sales funnel for it. So we backdated the sales funnel. Then we had to plan on building the exact kind of product that we wanted to put so people would see it. We had to work on developing a tagline for the product. And our tagline for the underground plan is love yourself, believe in yourself, invest in yourself. So many people, um, and we've, in order to get to that tagline, we asked a lot of people what we thought of that tagline. So in each process that we went through, we had to um, um, plan each one of those steps out, which was really backdating, to get to the eventual plan of launching the date. So the very first thing you need is a date. And once you have the date, then you need to figure out everything you need to get to that date. And everything that you need to do to get to that date, you need to put on a piece of paper. And when you put that stuff on a piece of paper, then you need to understand how much it takes to do each one of those steps. And if you're um, like Beth, um, she's working on um, developing her four-point triangle because she's got a pretty good idea of what she wants to do, but she actually need, wants to work with some other people. So she's backdating and planning out, how do I get some other people to work in this particular area? And as you move along on your launch, you will find that you're continually launching. It's not just one launch. You're launching, 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 launching. So um, with the 100 grand plan, for example, Michael and I um, built the product and we launched it. And the next part about it is this, the, the actual getting the word out through Google AdWords, through blog articles that we're writing and things like that. So we're not only launched the product and service, we're also, we also launched the sales and marketing plan one step at a time. So we're through about two or three steps of the sales and marketing plan, but we've got another 10 steps to go. And thank God that Michael and I have a four-point triangle together, so we're not just doing it. <laughs> really? Uh, is that pretty clear, do you think? I think it's very clear, but th I do have a quick question. I think oh. that the people want to know, meaning me, <laughs> um, you're basically saying that launching is a slow burn. If I, if, I hear, if I process everything you're saying correctly, it's a slow burn. Right. So that means it's not going to be this kind of instant gratification and I think um, that's kind of disconcerting to some of us that have kind of gotten used to that instant gratification thing. If you do step one, then you do step two, and then you do step three, and then at the end of step four, there's all your money. Can you speak to um, maybe doing a shorter launch or a micro launch, or is, that, is there a such thing? Oh, there absolutely is. Uh, the, uh, uh, you know, Mike and I actually launched the 100 Grand Plan a long time ago. Um, and while we're working with the entrepreneurs um, in the academy, we developed the 100 Grand Plan while we were doing that. So we launched working with people a long, long time ago. And uh, in your case, Rochelle, I would say a short launch for you would be, um, um, with your website, would be, um, uh, 
something that might have some kind of discount on it, and then you plan back from that date that you're going to be launching that particular discount, how you're going to be doing the sales and marketing on it, I think you can have something done in about a week. Um, as long exactly. as you plan out how you're doing it, that's the most important part. In other words, that makes a lot of sense because I think a lot of times what we do is we kind of have an idea, and the idea may be great, but there's no plan. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of end up floundering, and then you get upset and disappointed when people aren't buying, but the reality is you're lacking that, str- that strategy. And I think that's something that I know I've lacked and, you know, several other entrepreneurs that I've spoken with. You know, you think you have a good plan, which is, you know, I'm just going to beat everybody over the head, social media, visuals, 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 but it requires so much more than that. And I think that it's important to say even whether, whether you're doing a short launch or if you're doing something that's quick, you can turn it around quick, the plan has to be stellar in order to receive the monetary gains that you're looking for. So I think plan is the operative word. Yep, absolutely, plan. It's plan, plan, plan. It's always, it's always evaluating. And by the way, in the 100 plan plan, the evaluating part after you launch your plan, after you launch, needs to be done, and then you need to make that plan better. Um, now, to go back to the teddy bear company, after we finished Valentine's Day, the next launch we made was Mother's Day. And after Mother's Day, the next launch that um, the biggest thing during the summer was really getting our store um, uh, tourists in Vermont would come up and we would have 250,000 visitors into our store. So we would launch our store. And every year it was the same launch. You know, every year we did the same. We reevaluated what we did the year before and then made that launch better. So... Um, I can't stress enough that it's really important that you need to um, um, evaluate on the kind of launch you're doing. If, if you're doing a peddler launch and you're not selling any, uh, in my case, I launched my teddy bear cart by myself in Burlington, Vermont, on Church Street. Now, Burlington isn't a very populated city at all. It has a lot of tourists in the summertime and the fall checking out the leaves, but um, Selling teddy bears in Burlington in the middle of the winter just isn't anything anybody was looking for. So I actually came up with kind of a bad plan. Um, And then I realized that people weren't really buying my teddy bears. Um, So then I started selling other people's teddy bears. And once I began selling other people's teddy bears, I realized how to make my teddy bears better. So I launched my cart in April um, or I think I launched my cart in April then spent the 12 months on the cart, and then you know every year I would learn so much. I, did, I was on the street for five years, and my sales kept going up and up and up and up because I kept doing a better and better job. Uh, Got to help yourselves. And I think that that's uh, that's another key point, which is you have to improve upon the process. The process is not going to be foolproof, 100%. You know, fail safe you know, immediately just because you created it and you took time. It really uh, requires that feedback from from the people that are interacting with the launch process and then the little things that you learn along the way in order to make it better so that those numbers do go up each and every time you launch. I think that's a very important part. You know, the tweaking, the assessing, the reevaluating is is a very necessary step, and I know a lot of us are anxious to make money and we forget that step. So I think that's really important that we highlight that as uh, just as important as the plan. You know, reevaluating and assessing and improving is, is just as important as the initial plan itself. No question. Um, 
Well, I hope that was helpful. It's been about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I think that's we probably went past. Oh time. yes, definitely. That was great. And I want to uh, thank everybody for joining us for our midday mindset boost call. Again, just want to uh, encourage you to visit 100grandplan.com. Uh, we have a lot of great uh, new resources available for you, some blog articles for you to read. You can definitely sign up for a free trial account, or if you're ready to pay, we have a couple of options for you to make a payment. You can find us on Instagram at 100 Grand Plan. You can also find us on Facebook uh, in the Entrepreneurs Helping Entrepreneurs group. And then once you join the 100 Grand Plan, we have a group for you there as well. We appreciate you, and we want to see you back on Wednesday when we'll be having a guest on to kind of talk more about business and how to become better at it. John, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Have a great day, everybody. You too. Have a great day, guys. Bye now.